What is up, everybody? I am KD. And this is Rakaya. And you're tuned in to Rare Views. So, today, you know, we were talking and chopping it up about the kids and stuff, you know, the children. And the topic of Miss Ice Spice came up. So, <laughs> I actually do have a lot of thoughts. What, what do you feel about Ice? What do I feel about Ice Spice? Um, first of all, I'm cool with Ice Spice. I think, you know, she's a super pretty girl. I like the natural girls in entertainment in general, just across the board. I love the fro. I think that's so cute. Um, I don't think Ice Spice makes music for me. Like, you know, yeah. for like our demographic, like, you know, if yeah. we hear something when we out, like that's one thing. Yeah, I, I would support her as best as I could if, you know, but... Um, I'm not the, the, her target demographic, so it is what it is, but I'm, I'm rooting for her. I think that she has a, an authenticity to her, even though like the bars are very, yeah, ABC and elementary, (laughs) the bars are very elementary, but, um, there's an authenticity there because she, she writes it herself, you know, and practice makes perfect. Yeah. That is true. So, um, so yeah, I, what do you think about like, um, cause there was a whole social media debate going on with Northwest and Ice Spice. Ice Spice was at the crib, then Northwest dressed up as her. Like, what do you think about that? Um, that's, <laughs> yeah, cause like I, um, I think that's the fine line of where social media and parenting and children meet. And I think that's where um, I feel like a lot of people are dropping the ball. I thought that was because we live in the climate where we live in. There's so many people talking about the Me Too movement. There's so much talk about children um, being assaulted in, in those manners and et cetera, et cetera. I feel like it. her mom dropped the ball. For her specifically, I'm not gonna go out there and say that now every nine year old is gonna want to go do that. Mm. But in the household of Kim, she has to be very careful about what she's allowing her daughter to do because, like, your daughter has billions of eyes on her, mm-hmm. not only just like a few people on her TikTok, and not everybody that's looking at her is looking at her as a nine year old having fun dressing up as her favorite celebrity. Right. And we could talk about, like, the lyrics of the song that she was mouthing and, like, the inappropriateness of that. And I know the argument is, like, well, we all kind of did that, which I know I was singing lyrics to songs mm-hmm. at very young ages, younger than her, that were horrible. And I'm like, I didn't know what the hell they was talking about, but I was singing it as if I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's really a good point because people will point that out a lot. First of all, everything you said, um, we live in such a such a temperamental climate right now with just the access and and social media and these kids you know these babies that and and such a high rate of like abduction and child abuse and it was just a string of um social media posts just this past weekend it's several teachers getting caught up with students and you know there are predators out here and like you said um northwest 
has billions of eyes on her. You know, she she's a she's not like an average child. So um, <clears throat> that's something to be said. In addition to like people will say that all the time. Well, you was listening to you know these songs and these yeah. lyrics when you were younger, and there's always been songs and stuff like that. But my response to that is like, well, look how the fuck you turned out. Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And not to say that all of us turned out to be, you know, bad, immoral, illegal people. However, you know, things we, I'll speak for myself. There were a lot of misconceptions about interpersonal relationships that I had to learn, you know, the right way, the hard way um, due to, you know, my intrigue and entertainment. And even though, I had a great support system as a family, you know, and and things like that. Some things do slip under the radar. And with our generation, I know for, I know like when I was in the fifth grade, I got a computer in my room. Like that was a big deal. You know what I mean? Like that was a really big deal. Not only was the the computer in the house, but it was in my room. Like I was getting dropped off at the library, but now I don't even have to do that. And so I can close the door and be on the World Wide Web doing whatever the heck I wanted to do, provided there were no parental controls on every everything. And, um, you know, I would say there are a lot of us that were fortunate enough to be able to learn. Um, However, there were still obstacles there and, and misconceptions. And, you know, nowadays there's such high rates of anxiety and depression and suicide even with the younger generations because they're exposed to all of these things and they can't differentiate you know right from wrong or bad from good and on that soapbox I will also argue that even though yes you had songs and things out there like um BT Uncut was a thing right and like all of these things at the time there was still more of a balance yeah there was that was BT Uncut was at nighttime and you had to wake up and be woken up to it because you fell asleep watching like mm-hmm. Moesha or something on BET. Mm-hmm. But like, it wasn't everything. Like now we're seeing more BET uncut material versus the wholesome material. Like wholesome material is something that you gotta stumble across. Mm-hmm. But it's easy to stumble across things that we would have seen on BET uncut, and now worse. Like every like. Just on a regular girl's page is the tip drill video. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, like, easy. And it's like, you don't even have to look for that stuff. Yeah. It's just there. And um, it's because what they're not realizing is these are the kids that were growing up, growing up, and listening to that. Mm-hmm. Those of us that was growing up, I want to be a freak until yeah, the day, on to the dawn. Hey. All right, Adina. Hey, hey. Well, we're the babies of that. And <laughs> yeah. now the men are complaining that girls are talking more about being freaks and se- sexually liberated and mm-hmm. enjoying their bodies <clears throat> and doing all this other stuff and, and and not having the morals that they're trying to push on us. And I'm mm-hmm. doing air quotes for those since you guys can't see me. Um, we're the product of that. We're the product of, um, you know, the shoot 'em up songs and the gang violence songs and flexing on each other like everything we listen to after a certain amount of time is going to now be our reality mm-hmm. someone said it and I, I i don't remember their name exactly um but they said a song one song can change the world mm. and it doesn't have to mean on a complete global universal sense mm-hmm. but think about molly percocet 
niggas started popping mollies and doing and, and, and Percocets and started sipping lean when they was sipping on this shit wasn't popularized mm-hmm. niggas was smoking Philly fucking blunts all of a sudden niggas are smoking I mean niggas are sipping lean back in the east coast but niggas mm-hmm. maybe down south niggas on the east coast was not doing that mm-hmm. just based off of the music so it's just like at the end of the day I Spice to me is another energies plant Mm. She's another girl who fits the persona, the look that they want, that easily sells, that promotes what they want to promote. Mm-hmm. I think her music is great for grown-ups. It's adult music. But, of course, this is all the world we live in. They're going to promote it to kids, and that's the problem. It's like, I Spice ain't the shit wrong with I Spice music if it's for adults. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is, is I Spice's music is being promoted to children. Mm-hmm. Even just, like, the SpongeBob thing. Yeah. No, no, no. You're right. Because that, that is ultimately how I feel about it. I feel like Ice Spice, um, she's the closest thing to like a teen star mm-hmm. that the teeny boppers and the teenagers yeah. have. She's the closest thing, even though she's not, if you listen to the she's lyrics. 23. 23 years old. So yeah. she she's a young woman. She's a young woman and that's fair. But I think about, we had like, Lil Bow Wow and Solange Knowles and Raven Simone and Brandy and like actual chill like teenagers. They were our age. They were, you know, even B2K and like, you know. And it wasn't saying I'm gonna fuck the shit out of this bitch. And it was fucking (laughs) the shit out of bitches behind the scenes Uh with their music and their content. Like, I need a girlfriend, Bow Wow, um, his songs, um, uh, what was his fucking song called? Jump up, jump up, jump up, uh, uh, uh. Hey, baby, you say you. It was like cheeky, like mm-hmm. lighthearted shit that teens, how teens viewed love back then. Now yeah. this shit is wild. Yeah, yeah, but they don't even have that. Like, and and it could also be partially because I'm not super tapped in. Like, I know the kitty stuff, like the cartoons with the with the theme songs yeah. that everybody knows and and things like that, but. Aside from like Marseille, I think that's how you pronounce yeah, her name. Marseille, Marseille, Martin. She is a doll. Gorgeous. Like she's so gorgeous. And yeah, and Sky Jackson. Yes. And but those young ladies are also growing up themselves. Mm-hmm. And you know they're not in a lot of like the children quote unquote spaces so much. Or at least maybe I'm not as tapped in. Yeah. But they're the only two that come to the top of my head because the entertainment for the youth in general is so dark and and like I work with children right and the things that they're into is 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 a lot of it's scary stuff is morbid it's dark even like um you think of something like stranger things which I love stranger things yeah I love it I think it's so creative and it's so fun and the supernatural aspect of it but it's a dark show you know it's a it's a dark theme to the whole thing since the very beginning and they like all of this anime with these really mature and adult like um um uh, themes in yeah. them and things like that. So when it comes to an ice spice, you know she she's she's a fair skinned sister. You know what I'm saying. She got the bright orange hair. She she gives a great interview. I'll give her that. You know she's well spoken on her own. From what I could tell, like her, like like I said, she's the closest thing to 
like a teenage star, pop star that they have. Like we had Destiny's Child, you know what I mean? And like you said, the content was totally different too. Like it was more cheeky. It was more, you know, just, just love everyday things. People had fun songs, party songs, things like that. But the content of Ice Spice's music is for adults. Yeah, she's talking about niggas being habitual oral sex givers. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, it's like, come on, like, like, it's like all her music, her persona, like tight clothes, ass out, twerking. Her signature move is her bent over, putting her hand behind, in between mm-hmm. her legs and smacking her ass. Like, mm-hmm. that's her signature move. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Ice Spice is literally not for children. Like, she can literally perform in a strip club. Yeah. Yeah, but everything outside of the music itself is They're- more it's more childlike it's easier it's it's, it's easy by pedophiles it's it, it hello hello and it's easier than her contemporaries so mm-hmm. it's easier than even a lot of the other like new i guess we talking about rap girlies um even a lot of the newer rap girlies and some of the guys that's in their 20s yeah they're not like in their they're like grown a people like they don't even look young. They look grown as hell. They, they don't look older than me. Yeah. Like, God damn. Yeah. Age all like age. Maybe yeah. necessarily age hardly, but like they're so like yeah, like man. Yeah. Like, it's just no. It's no. It's no fun. It's all get to the bag. F that nigga. Like you know, pussy power. Like all of these different themes, and it's like they skip the whole. <laughs> they they skip the whole part of like life, just being a young person yeah. and and enjoying like the the youthful aspect of it. Now youth is like get a bag. You get a bag and fuck. Yeah, it's weird. It's so like strange. It's like actually, it to me it's scary, and I have children, and that scares me to think about like. Mm. what they're exposed to on a a daily basis at school and in general Mm -hmm. and like how I'm gonna have to counter that and like be able to not shield them but teach them how to make the right decision yeah I don't want to necessarily shield them and then they get exposed and they're like what is this it's like Mm -hmm. this is like what the world is but make these right decisions because Mm -hmm. everything that glitters isn't gold or like you know, just because you see other people doing this. But one of the things I think happened with us as kids, like, we got to grow up with our artists. Mm. Like, as B2K, they grew up. Mm-hmm. Chris Brown and them grew up. They grew up with us and moved out of the teeny bopper way, and then someone came in behind them. What happens is they stop having people come in behind them. Yeah. Because, like, Chris Brown was our pop star. Mm-hmm. And then my little sister and them, Gen Z, they got their pop star. Mm-hmm. But Gen Alpha, it's not the same. Is that what they're called? Them Gen Alpha, yeah. Really? Yeah. So we're just starting out. Oh, yeah, we got to start all over because we had Gen Z. So yeah. now it's Gen, 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 Gen Alpha. Alpha. So like, wow. so she's a Gen Zer. Mm-hmm. Um, Ice Spice. Mm-hmm. She's born in 2000. My, my kids, anybody born in the 10s and up, they're Gen they're Generation Alpha. So Generation Alpha is they don't got no. Yeah, they don't have anybody. But they got these YouTube stars and like mm-hmm. that girl Lay. That yeah, girl Lay. Yeah, yeah. Like, my daughter. Cute. Yeah, I love her. My <laughs> daughter watches her. I gave her like bought her one of her Barbie dolls and like, some shirts and like clothes from her because it's like a little black girl and she's her fucking age. Mm-hmm. She's her age. She's pretty. She's she's that girl. Yeah. But she's her age. Yeah. And she's talking about age appropriate things and even if she talks about having a crush on a boy. 
it's infectious because it's how we had crushes on boys. Because mm-hmm. I remember having crushes on boys. I was not thinking about yeah. that nigga being a month. <laughs> I was just like, I liked him. I just wanted to hold his hand, maybe him give me a kiss on the cheek, some innocent ass shit. Like, mm-hmm. well, but like, yeah, they don't really have it like that. Like, that. Yeah. Ac- also, the access. We had CDs, they had parental advisory. We couldn't even go to buy a CD if it was rated um, explicit. Like, you had to have an ID. They don't need that anymore. You can download, um, you can get access to everything. It's just mm-hmm. right there. We didn't have all that access. Like, even, like, pornography, you have to get, the guys have to get their uncle's tapes and their dad's tapes and older brother's shit. Mm-hmm. They couldn't just go to a pornography store and just go buy a tape. Like, you have to be grown. Mm-hmm. Like, so... Now they just can type it online. It says, "Are you eighteen or older?" Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. there's no barriers. It's just like that's a great point to the access. I didn't. I I don't think I ever thought about it in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, excuse me. Of course, with the internet, everything being accessible, you're right. Yeah. But when you know when we were coming up, the access was different. You couldn't just just have anything you know and then like for somebody like me who had like the computer in a room right and still had a parent who you know you can't i can't blast like 50 cent that's one of the, that was one of my first like rap out chicken and beer and get rich or die trying it was like my first like rap albums i couldn't just black i had to find the clean versions of these songs because you know this stuff was inappropriate these themes were yeah. inappropriate and that was the the monitoring you know and then there were some parental controls on things but now you give a a fourth grader an iphone it's like well <laughs> you know you basically just giving them the same access to everything that you have yeah and i see it all the time like i see it all the time and it's and i have i know kids who are obsessed with ice spice absolutely obsessed with her and I had to really think about it like why is this happening and it's like well you know she does up it again it's everything outside of the actual lyrics to the music it's the appearance it's how she looks it's how she talks it's how she yeah it's it's her not having the extra bbl body the extra she just is she looks like herself and so it's easier for her to be attainable to young people it's easier for her to be um, uh, likable, you know, mm-hmm. even though like somebody like a Megan Thee Stallion or a Lotto are just a year or two in difference from her in mm-hmm. age, maybe. I don't know. I think they all in a early to mid yeah, 20s. Yeah, 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 something like that. Even though they look older, they, uh, yeah, they oh look old. They, they older than me. All of, all of the work on their bodies, the subject, the content of the music and stuff like that, even though they're all around the same age. The, a kid would gravitate more towards the Ice Spice yeah. than, you know, a Megan if they had a choice. Mm-hmm. Because she she looks and sounds more relatable to who they are. I just want to stay. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, like, yeah. she has, like, that voice and then, like, her hair is colorful. Yeah. But for me, I see it as, like, it's it's sick marketing. It's, pre- mm. it's, it's predatorial mm. marketing. And um, mm-hmm. it's all for a sicker plan that I'm convinced that these fucking pedophiles have mm-hmm. because they run Hollywood and they love to sexualize kids. Yeah. And, and then the more you sexualize their idols, the more they will become sexualized because they're going to want to be like their idols. It's a yeah. sick cycle. And they, they've been beating it down slowly and slowly year by year, making it younger and younger 
and younger and, and until they can get it to their age of preference, which is infancy, I guess. <laughs> like there was gracious. this lady who just got busted on YouTube for first she was doing tutorial videos of her breastfeeding her child and mm. realized that the comments on her YouTube videos were from men and they were sick. And the men started making requests. So then she realized that she can monetize. So then she started to make sexually explicit and sexually suggestive nursing videos on YouTube of oh her God. nursing her son, oiling up the baby and everything. Oh my so God. Perverted things. The titles were like, um, son's hungry, um, horny mommy feet. Like weird. I'm telling you, it's disgusting. So, like, this is a fucking world we live in, and people are, I don't even think people are as fully aware. Mm-hmm. And these motherfuckers, they be running this shit. Mm-hmm. People don't realize, they don't, and they block it on the news, and they'll come up, and then they'll scoop up super high rocks. All these fucking CEOs, high power ass people be the ones found out oh that be goodness. doing it. Oh, we. Then they block it. They got enough money to silence that shit, yeah. make it disappear. We keep forgetting that all these people who was on Jeffrey Epstein's pedal islands flightless mm-hmm. yeah and they supposedly well i heard a few weeks back about them um releasing the list actually because um some of the um victors or survivors um some of the survivors of the whole jeffrey epstein situation were um saying that they were now comfortable with the list being out there mm-hmm. with them exposing these people and um, I think that if it does happen now, it's supposed to have happened based off what I read. Like I said, this was a few weeks back. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it does happen, I think it's going to rock the world again um, because, you know, it was rumors and such of who was on it. I it was. It was yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting for it to come out. I'm not shocked. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. And then you start listening to people's lyrics. One of them niggas on the list, I mean, like, throughout his whole career was always linked to underage teenage girls in the industry, um, rap girls. Mm. Young rap girlies back in the day. Mm-hmm. Foxy Browns and them. Mm-hmm. You know, this nigga was always linked to these underage girls that you find, in, especially in the black community specifically. Um, the other communities have it too, and some in, in, in a lot of the cases worse. Um, worse cases of it. But... Um, there was a lot of young underage girls that were dating a lot of uh, overage, mid to late 20s, 30s, mid 30s, and sometimes 40-year-old men throughout the 90s and the early 2000s. And yeah. it was like, no one said anything. Mm-hmm. No one said a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And then now all of a sudden, this shit's coming out. Yeah. Because now everybody's realizing that probably wasn't okay. Mm-hmm. Duh, dickhead, it wasn't okay. Yeah. But it's so many people. It's really, like you said, it's going to rock everything yeah everybody you know it's crazy i'm not like fully fully like a thousand percent into like all that shit but like astrology wise they were saying you know we're in the age of aquarius mm-hmm. age of aquarius is the age of exposed yeah everything it comes to the light look at how much everybody mm-hmm. like everything is coming to light you can't hide who you are anymore. yeah yeah it is what it is you can't even hide from yourself the light bearer exactly you try <laughs> to be fucking you can't hide shit. right yeah and i um like that idea of you know habitually dealing with just being a predator just being a lifelong predator like people people like the cape for r kelly 
Fuck him. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? On one hand, yes, he was kind of railroaded because he wasn't the only one. But at the same time, he's right where he need to be. I ain't about to cry no tears Fuck for that, that man. Take your goofy yeah. And honestly, I'm side-eyeing anybody who's caping for him. You go right with him. Mm-hmm. You're not finna be around my kid because I'm so sick of the black community protecting the pedos. The mm-hmm. male pedos and the female pedos. Mm-hmm. Fuck R. Kelly. Yeah, granted. What excuse are you like? What point are you proving to tell me that white people did too? They could deserve to go to jail too. Right. We're not talking about them right now. Right. About him. He going to jail and they can go to jail too. Right. And he going to stay in jail. He just got, um, he just got denied for an appeal mm-hmm. also this year so far. So he's going to be in jail for life and he's not even finished with all of his court cases. But it's just like, he right where he belongs and people be, well, I'm still going to play R. Kelly music and this, that, and the other. Okay. Like, Good but you. you know who he was. It was a whole tape. Like, that's that's another thing to get me. Like, now, we were younger we, when when the when the, the whole tape came out. Came out but I, I had a computer in the crib at, in the fifth grade. And I that, to see it. I, I, okay, I'm going to be real with you. And, you know, my parents, here it is. You know, it is what it is. But <laughs> um, I, I saw the beginning of it. Like, I saw the part in the beginning of the tape. I couldn't watch the whole thing, even as a child, even as a child, when I tried to sneak and like watch it, like yeah. it was downloaded off like LimeWire or BearShare or something like that. And cause it was, you know, it was a big yeah. thing. Like yeah. that was like a huge thing that was happening and he was going to court for it. And I looked at it and I could tell the girl was a, was a young girl. Like, I'm in the, what, fifth grade, sixth grade or something like that at the time when this is happening. And I'm looking at it. I couldn't even watch it. Like, it made me feel icky then. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, she's like my age. And I saw it in the, in the clip of him urinating on her went like I guess what would be viral now that was like the main clip that would that you could download at Mm -hmm. the time like a lot of them said that it was the sex tape it was the sex tape but it was that clip and I saw that and it was like disgusting I'm a child at the time and that was all I needed to see like and, and then he released like um Whatever step in the name of love yeah. had came out like right after that, like or during that time, and I felt weird listening to that. I rem- I distinctively remember that, like being a kid and feeling weirded out yeah, by him. We used to make jokes about him. We the molesta fiesta. Yeah, yeah, molesta fiesta. <laughs> like we used to sing that. Like, oh, um, like can I get a, um the the um is this the remix ignition? Like we there was one about um. It got the babies on the left, toddlers on the right. Yeah. Like, don't forget R. Kelly's having fun tonight. Like, crazy. It was like literally like a, a thing. thing. Like, yeah. And we didn't respect him. I remember that I'm a douche, though. Mm-hmm. Stepping in the name of fucking love. And mm-hmm. it was baffling to see him almost get an even more booming and rise. Because stepping in the name of love. And it was like, after the show, was like, after yeah. all. Yeah. Like, and all the trapped in up. the closes yeah, that came it out. Like, it's and... like, kinda, he kind of just, like, made everyone forget. Mm-hmm. And then if you were a kid like we were, you kind of just kind of got, like, wrapped up. Like, yeah. after, like, a, a period of time. But I just never, like... Yeah, I was, I was like, no, fuck R. Yeah, Kelly. R. Kelly's always been a creep. Like, R. Kelly's been a creep my yeah. entire life. Like, all that believe I can fly bullshit, nah, <laughs> fuck you. And then I'd be on it even more, like, and then when, like, the case came out even more, it was like, like, I never, like, I don't have no R. Kelly music on mm-hmm. my phone, but 
I just stopped listening like to him like mm-hmm. like I'm then, cool like, yeah cause you can't listen to it and people will say you know you can separate the art from the artist but I can't I can't pers- personally just like listen to a R. Kelly song or hear one come on or somebody else play it without thinking about the fact yeah. that He's currently incarcerated for crimes against children. He fucking has some. Seems like you're waiting. It was Come just on, gross. Seems like your age ain't nothing but number. Well, you Aaliyah. wrote that song for Aaliyah. Like you were singing that shit to her. You took advantage of that poor little girl. Mm-hmm. It was just like yeah. And then I kept seeing comment sections talking about R. Kelly. But it wasn't my daughter. It wasn't my sister. Mm. I'm gonna still listen to him. I'm like, you guys are vipers. That's Y'all are sick. vile. Like yeah. yeah, it wasn't your daughter or his That's sister, sick. but. They're not they're not out of the clear. So why do they gotta now be harmed because your karma? Right. You wanna be a dummy and right. talk like that. Right. That's sick. And that's one of the ideas or one of the, the main things that kinda does hold us back. Like thinking that it has absolutely nothing to do with you, even though maybe one off situation does like have absolutely nothing to do with you and that's fine. But how it could play into your life with your loved ones, you know, the people that you love. Yeah. Like that's that's a real thing. Like for example, um I remember L'Oreal. I don't know if you know L'Oreal, she's a media personality. She recently went viral for the red carpet moment with her and Michael B. Jordan. Yes. So L'Oreal was on um Love and Hip Hop, like the in the yeah, real early that. season. And um the rapper, what's his name? He got big teeth, he brown skin. Anyway, she, Lori, it wasn't Scrappy because that's Atlanta. Um, she was oh, in New York. New York um, she um, was in New York. Consequence. Consequence. Yeah. Consequence. Con. Yeah, I remember. Yep. So, um, and we were, of course, younger at the time, but that's when reality TV, before it took this real big was lit. turn. Yeah, reality TV was actually lit at one point. <laughs> um, she stood up against him when he wanted, they, she wanted to do a song with him or what have you. And he had a, a a verse about light skin is the right skin. Mm-hmm. I, and you, so you, you, you and your wife friend, and I'll never forget it, which is kind of messed up. Yeah. But that was the verse. And she was like, I'm not cool with that. You know, with her being, uh, uh, I, I think she's mixed race. Yeah. Um, she, at least she looks mix, mixed race. Um, she's a very fair skinned woman. And um, she she was against that. And she wanted him to change the verse to take it off. And he didn't want to. And they ended up not doing the song. And I actually DM L'Oreal a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I never thought she would respond, but I DM'd her because I was like, you know, I'll mess with you because I saw something. I'm like, I'm happy for you. Like, you deserve this. You know, um, I appreciated you since that yeah, moment. That. And she yeah. responded and said, thank you. And um, just her reasoning for that, just to bring it back, was because she was like, well, my mom's dark skin. And my sisters are, and some of my best friends are dark-skinned women, so I don't feel comfortable, mm-hmm. even though I'm not a dark-skinned woman, I don't feel comfortable with you saying something like that on a on a record with me, and that's, that's not cool. Like, yeah. you know, that's not cool. So that's just a, at least one example of somebody who was willing to stand up for something that may not have immediately impacted them, personally like because she's not she is a light-skinned yeah. woman so maybe he was talking about her or whatever but because of the people that she loves in her life she was willing to stand up against that like nah that's not I cool like yeah that's and, not cool and, and it's, it speaks a lot too for her to be able to be that cognizant back then where yeah people were way more tone deaf yeah and 
um, now people are still like, I had a conversation with someone, I was trying to explain to them how colorism, in my opinion, only affects darker skinned people. Mm. It's mm-hmm. like racism. It's like, I don't, it's like, there's no such thing as reverse racism. There's no such thing as reverse colorism. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. Mm-hmm. When we talk about how it actually affects people mm-hmm. in the community, what it was designed for, the Willie Lynch letter, we want to talk about in a black community in 1776, that letter speaks about pitting the lighter skins against the darker skins and, and what that hierarchy would look like and what mm-hmm. it was purposed for. It was never purposed to be able to be reversed. Yeah. Yeah, but that's my opinion, and I think that's like such a like nuance. But for her to be able to have that cognizance, but me, like I just literally had a conversation with someone about colorism, and they were like saying, "Well, you know the, well, I got teased for being called pretty and having long hair." <laughs> Man, I sock the shit out of you. I don't know what how that fucking made you cry. <laughs> now, granted, I ain't gonna ever say that you might not have somebody might not get their ass whooped mm-hmm. out of jealousy. That's one thing getting beat up. That like, we talking about you got teased for being pretty. But that don't even fucking make sense. <laughs> teased for being too pretty and light skin yeah. and long curly hair. Yeah, because these other bitches was ugly and nappy hair. Look how that sounds. Yeah, yeah. That's that. That is a really weird. Like and and you right you know the the fair skinned sisters with the with the you know cute detangle with the spray curls and everything have a different perception and there have been times in um in what I call social life right on social media and threads and stuff like that where you'll see that argument being made like you know um, pretty hurts right yeah and maybe that's your experience in some places but when we're talking about colorism. It's, it's deeper than that. Yeah. It's not just the people in your classroom who feel a certain type of way. It is also that, but it's not just that. It's also once you become an adult and you're out in the real world and how the world perceives you and views you, the opportunities that you may or may not get despite your abilities or capabilities, like it's a lot more yeah. that goes into that than, you know, just straight up Goodbye. your immediate people. Because I, 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 there have been times where I've been the darker person in the room and the lighter person in the room. Same, like when you're in the middle, it's like... Yeah, so you, so I know, and I'm all and the closest women to me me like in my adolescence at least coming up were always chocolate girls because mm-hmm. that's just how black people look you yeah. know and I never thought nothing of like I have three siblings all four of us are like different shape well two of us are the same shape and then like you know the other two are on one end of the spectrum and the other end of the spectrum so in my mind you know it just is what it is yeah, it's just how we black, yeah. yeah it's just how we look but then when you when you're hit with reality and you see like not everybody looks at it that way yeah it's a scale yeah and they try to deny the scale that's yeah the problem. don't deny that this this ism exists with, with amongst us mm-hmm. the problem why y'all don't want to address the ism is because your privilege that comes with the ism if we address your the ism your privileges are removed and you don't want to deal with a life without those privileges that Uh-oh. you didn't have to work for you were born with Uh-oh. it's the same thing when white people say racism doesn't no longer exist and they don't want to address their privilege because they don't want to lose their privilege mm-hmm. You don't want to lose your privilege that colorism brings you because it brings you a great deal of privileges amongst an oppressed group of people. When yeah. you're oppressed, you find freedom and privilege any place you can. Mm-hmm. I have a certain amount of privilege. I, like, my hair is not because I don't have um, texturism privilege. Like, right, same. <laughs> but, like, 
there's certain <laughs> things that I have privilege, like my nose being not as large as other. I've mm-hmm. had comments made, but I've also had someone tell me they wouldn't have kids with me because they don't want their kids to have nappy hair. Wow. I've had a guy say I wouldn't have kids because I don't want my kids to be too dark, mm. and I ain't even. Yeah, yeah, the brownest, the brownest chick, like yeah. yeah. I'm like I'm, I'm definitely like yeah. I'm a nigga. You can tell I'm black. I got melanin, but like, like I, and I know that I've experienced more um, privilege than my darker skin sisters. Mm-hmm. I've had a guy cussed out, Same. a Haitian guy. He was like, "You're perfect. I wouldn't go no. I wouldn't go no darker." I said, "That's you black bitch." <laughs> <laughs> as I cussed him out, I man, I tell you, because yeah. I have black family members mm-hmm. and friends and mm-hmm. people I love that are gorgeous mm-hmm. you're not finna so oh exception me I don't ever find privilege in being an exception mm-hmm. and I think my skin color has sometimes been an exception to black men where they're like okay she's not that dark yeah and Same. to some of them they'll be like yeah they're willing to like but it's like nah fuck you yeah that's not fair like you my my best homegirls my the closest, so, like I said, some of the closest women to me. And I remember those days. Like, I could sit and have conversations. I remember those days. Like, us being teenagers and maybe uh, getting our driver's license and driving up to the spot or driving up to the park. And the boys is playing basketball. And, you know, they being picky and stuff like that. Because yeah. I'm the lighter one. And then they making black jokes about my homegirl. Like, I never, that always rubbed yeah. me the wrong way. And it was always like, okay, well, you're a buffoon. You know, um, you're obviously misguided, and then it'd be the darkest brothers. If, and they'd be ugly as <laughs> calling somebody a roach. Like, it'd be the darkest ones. Like, don't ever do that. And then just being a black woman, you know, you get to a point where you realize you can make anything. Yeah. You talking all that mess, you mess around, and your baby look like great great granddaddy, mm-hmm. and <laughs> you don't know where the fuck that came from. Right? Like, because we do. Like, I remember one of the guys who told me that I was too dark. I mm-hmm. saw him years later when I had my son. Mm-hmm. My son um, is lighter skinned and he, had, he was born with like blonder hair. Mm-hmm. And um, he was a baby and he saw, he walked in and he was like, that's your son. And he came up and he's like, he's so beautiful. Like, oh my God. He's like, it's a dad white? I was like, nah, he's just light skinned. He's just like, and, and that's how he came out? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, I, I, never, I never thought that you. And I just looked at him and I remembered instantly with the he said all those years like ago and I was just like mm-hmm. yeah buffoons buffoons cause I'm you can make anything your child. listen girl you can have an albino baby you can have a chocolate baby like you said I have never had like texture uh, privilege <laughs> yeah. uh, when it comes to hair and things like that so even though I might not have been the most chocolate sister in the room I definitely had the kinkiest hair. Yeah, like, you know I'm black. Like. <laughs> yeah, like, so it was like, eh, you know, I'm still not, like, quote-unquote, getting away with certain privileges that y'all want to put on people. But those are some of the things that I Spice can... Get away with those privileges. Bypass. Yeah, bypass. And I agree with you just in terms of, like, the parenting, just to kind of, like, wrap this up um, when it comes to, cause, cause Kim was also the same woman who said her children are extremely sheltered from the world and they don't like, uh, her daughter gets on TikTok, but it's only on her phone. And yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to say BS like that's her home. Those are her children. That ain't really got nothing to do with me. But if y'all going to put it out here in the world for me to, to yeah, see, I mean, like, y'all not then gonna... I'm going to have an opinion. Like, um, 
I don't know. Maybe it just shelter her from the stuff that her dad does in public when he was going on, you know, in on y'all and on his rants and stuff, which he hasn't done for a while. But on that note, too, her daddy was the one who was saying that he didn't want her on this stuff. This was over a year ago, right? Like, and he was saying, like, no, I don't want my daughter on TikTok. I don't want her being used by them or, you know. Yeah, Disney, by any of these Yeah, all this and that. And, like, people are are agreeing with him now, was calling him crazy at the time. but Because they see. Yeah. The truth will always be. I say one thing about Kim. Kim is a fucking liar. She's a known <laughs> fucking liar. She's been lying since the day her ass came in the industry. She lied about who she was, where she came from. Mm-hmm. Dick she was sucking while she sucked it. The, the whole shit came out about Ray J. That shit wasn't leaked. There's a whole fucking contract. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's just like, Kim, you always lie, but you are the worst fucking liar. <laughs> That's the thing about Kim Kardashian. It's like, it's not like you're a good liar. Like, mm-hmm. be a good liar if you're going to be one. But you lie and get caught and then sit there and just look stupid. Um, um, well... I just like told yay like shut the bitch. <laughs> you let them fucking first of all i can see the videos with north north don't listen to you north is a little mixed little girl who got a lot of her dad's personality she's a little gemini girl too i'm a gemini mm. she don't fucking listen to you kim <laughs> she talks to you any old type of way and i know y'all don't practice corporal punishment i don't either but like so i know the little girl doing whatever the fuck she wants mm-hmm. she run you kim she's like give me that fucking phone i'm sure of it i can just look at her and see i'm like because the shit she does like i like again i don't practice corporal punishment my i have a daughter she be trying to every now and then get a little attitude i gotta give her the look and remind her hey mm-hmm. hold hey. up hold on now hey hold on shorty <laughs> You gonna have to chill that on out, mm-hmm. like. And I never seen Kim look at her child like that. So if I seen North look at Kim like that, <laughs> <laughs> that North got Donda up in her. North yeah. really do got Donda. Like what? You not like North needs Donda. Mm, North know. need Donda. That's the problem. North ain't got a black grandma. Mm. North need Donda. North sit your tail down. <laughs> sit. Sat down. Sit. Listen to that damn ice spice. Sat down. Turn that off. <laughs> so the moral of the story is. Get y'all babies off TikTok. Like, we adults can barely handle Instagram, social media, Facebook, TikToks, uh, Snapchats, all of these things. It's just not... I mean, in in 25 days, the government gonna ban TikTok anyway. That's, that's where we're headed. And we'll be just fine without it. We'll find all new ways to be creative. And I also hope that your children are excelling academically because that's a little more important to me. <laughs> but uh thank you all so much for tuning in to this a podcast here with me and Rakaya. Mm-hmm. And uh make sure that you guys like, follow, and subscribe. Check us out on all of our social media. It'll be linked in the bio below. Um at rareviews underscore podcast. Um wherever you get your podcast. And we will check y'all out on the next one. Peace. Bye.